Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. As more states restrict and even ban abortions, a doctor from San Francisco is about to launch a new approach for women who can't access the care they need. And in this case, Patty, we mean launch literally as she plans to bring a floating reproductive health clinic to the Gulf of Mexico. Yes, this is a KCBS exclusive that we began reporting last hour. Dr. Meg Autry, an OBGYN, who's a professor of obstetrics, gynecology, and gynecologic surgery at UC San Francisco. She's also the director of continuing medical education and faculty development at UCSF. She's come up with this idea to launch Prowess, a ship in federal waters, to provide legal abortion, contraception, and other services for women who can't get that anymore in Texas, Louisiana, and Alabama. She joined me earlier to talk about it on the KCBS Wing Central Newsline. So, Meg Autry, tell us how this will work, a floating reproductive health care clinic in the Gulf of Mexico. What do you envision here? The goal of the clinic is to provide access to individuals in restricted states who want reproductive health care and are unable to access it easily. So we would provide um, comprehensive reproductive health care services, including contraception, um, surgical terminations up to 14 weeks, and um, potentially vaccination and point of care testing for uh, sexually transmitted infections and treatment for that. So what about the legality of doing this? I'm sure you've looked at this very carefully. Who has jurisdiction in federal waters and and how confident are you that that you're in safe legal territory, so to speak? We have a whole legal team consisting of uh, the Lawyering Project, which is um, a group that really specializes in um, access to reproductive health care and and maritime lawyers, criminal attorneys. Um, We, you know, through extensive investigation and research, we believe that um, operating a vessel in federal waters is legal as there is no federal law that says that abortion is illegal. How will you get the women to and from the ship and how will that all work? So there will be a larger vessel that will be in federal waters and then um, patients will be transported um, and there are several options to the vessel that would be in federal waters. What about security concerns? I mean, you could see a flotilla of, you know, protesters, anti-abortion activists. How prepared are you for that? Absolutely. I mean, security is a huge issue and will be an ongoing um, expense. There are, there are many um, potential issues with security. Um, we have contacted um, and consulted with security experts who've worked for other large organizations. 
um, and have worked in um, the water. I think there are many potential um, risks of security along the path um, that people are, you know, dealing with now, um, in t- in, including things like um, the internet, um, risk to the patients, risks to the providers. Yeah, there are a lot of risks involved in a project like this to, to you as well. Um, can you tell people why are you doing this? Why are you willing to take on these risks to launch such an ambitious idea? Yeah, I mean, I'm a lifelong educator, a um, abortion um, and reproductive rights access, um, advocate, and I strongly, strongly believe in equitable health care. And, um, and so this has just kind of been my life's work. And this, this Dobbs decision and the reversal, the central reversal of Wade is, um, is Roe v. Wade is, is, is devastating to me and my life's work. And I think reproductive access, or I know reproductive access for patients nationwide. Let's be clear, I, you know, um, rich patients will be able to get the health care that they want no matter what. But what happens is that um, the poor people, people of color, marginalized patients um, will always be the ones that suffer. Speaking of rich and poor, who's going to pay for this whole prowess project and, and how much money are we talking about how, how much do you need to raise to get this uh afloat so to speak yeah so the <laughs> the actual concept will be paid for by philanthropy and there will be substantial costs both acquiring a vessel retrofitting it and then there will be ongoing costs so for example things that you talked about like security liability insurance um so we need millions of dollars like 20 million dollars probably um uh we could use a donated vessel um as long as that met met the size and we we would be able to retrofit it um in terms of cost for the patients so um that would be um on a needs basis and so most patients um will pay little to nothing for care there are so many logistical questions involved with this whole thing, but is there a larger message you're sending with, you know, an idea this new and ambitious about about where America stands right now on reproductive rights? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that like the people that care deeply about access and bodily autonomy um, are are willing to put themselves at risk, but also to be innovative and creative because we're going to solve this. This this is we're not we're not, this is not okay. It's not, it's just not okay. (laughs) So you're planning to do this in federal waters in the Gulf of Mexico off the coast of Texas and Louisiana. Why there and who do you hope to serve? If you look at a map of the states that are surrounding the Gulf, um, every single state is a restrictive state. There is a swath of federal waters in the Gulf that the, where the vessel can be located. And I think more importantly, I mean, people who know about this issue and are looking at creative solutions, um, you know, I alluded to earlier that individuals who, um, you know, are poor or marginalized, um, they're the ones that are going to suffer most. And if you look, for example, at the southernmost part of Texas, if you look at McAllen, Texas, there is no way 
that a person can get from McAllen, Texas to a access state within a day. So if you are, you know, there's no direct flight, so you have to go through another city, um, even if it's paid for. And so if you are a single mom or a working person, um, it is just phenomenally difficult for you to get to an access state, even if it's paid for. So not only is this like an innovative a different idea for surgical terminations, but it's also closer and more accessible and quicker than these other options. Do you envision that people could get to the ship, you know, within a few hours then instead of, you know, a couple of days to come to California or something like that? Absolutely. Now, you heard her say she needs to raise $20 million. They've raised seed money at the moment. She thinks it could take a year to get this ship on the water, Dr. Meg Autry of UC San Francisco, the woman behind Prowess, a floating abortion clinic, essentially, that she's planning for the Gulf of Mexico, Patty and Brett. Is in this website again, is, is it prowess.com or .org? Or? .org. Okay. Prowess with two R's, .org. That's uh, the site if you want to learn more. And as I said, they're also obviously raising money already. A fairly bare-bones site, but they're, this thing is rolling along and, and ready to go. Thank you, Doug. Uh, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm on Twitter. A lot more about this there at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices so join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.